Hello friends, and welcome to Crunch Time with Caitlin. This episode, I am previewing the Cleveland Browns against the Tennessee Titans. Both teams are 8-3, both teams have a lot riding on this game. Obviously, it's a rematch from week one of last year, where Tennessee, you know, completely killed the Browns, and the Browns killed themselves. Um, but a lot of playoff seating for this game, so I hope you stick around, and I hope you enjoy. So the Cleveland Browns. The 8-3 Cleveland Browns are on the road this week to take on Tennessee Titans, who are also 8-3. And, and, yeah, I mean, my first thought about this game is, who the hell on the Browns' defense is going to stop Derrick Henry? Um, it could be a very long game, but also, like, short, as in my time, because, you know, both teams, their strengths are running the ball. And both teams, you know, they don't, they try to, um, they're very similar, you know, they, they run a very similar scheme, they kind of don't, they, they try to move the pocket and use play action f for, for each of their quarterbacks, um, but, you know, again, my first question is who the hell on the Browns defense is going to stop Derrick Henry? Um, Miles Garrett is supposed to be back, um. I guess so is Taki Taki and uh, Joe Jackson. Um, all three of those guys are on the COVID list. You know, no Denzel Ward, no Ronnie Harrison. Harrison went on the IR this week. Um, it'd be interesting if um, the the guy they picked up, Thompson, if, if he plays um, this week. But yeah, like, whew, this, um, this could be a very, it's going to be a very interesting game. Um, like I keep saying, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, who the hell is going to stop Derrick Henry? Every time I watch the Titans, I go, how are the Browns going to stop him? Um, without, you know, just sending everybody and being vulnerable to the play action and the deep shots downfield to Corey Davis or A.J. Brown. Um, A.J. Brown is a little banged up. And I don't know if Johnu Smith, their very talented tight end, is going to play. Uh, he's been banged up, but didn't really. As someone who has AJ Brown in their or I I have AJ Brown, but Johnu Smith, you know, on their fantasy team, like my goodness, it seems like they only really target him in the uh, in the red zone, and they kind of use unique ways to get him touchdowns. Like they they gave him a couple jet sweeps. Um, but it's just weird. They don't really throw to their tight ends. They they usually just throw the throw the Brown and and run Henry a lot and obviously take some shots with Corey Davis. And I mean, AJ Brown is is just a giant human also. So it's almost like having a you know a tight end playing wide receiver. Um, but yeah, stopping Derrick Henry is the number one key for the Browns. Um, you know, it's weird coming into this year, it seemed like that was the one thing that they should have been able to do is stop the run a lot, but in reality, the, the last handful of weeks, it's, it's been tough. Um, obviously starting with the, the, the Raiders game in the crazy weather, you know, their running game was not good coming into that game, and they come into Cleveland, run for over 200 yards. Um, you know, last week against Jacksonville, yeah, James Robinson is a, is a pretty good running back, but 
come on, like, dog, let's, let's just keep it a buck, it's, it was not good, you know, he, he kind of ran all over, um, you know, it's just one of those games where I, the, the Browns had to play, you know, mistake-free football, and that's on all sides of the ball, that's, that's on defense, you know, that's forcing a couple turnovers and a punt, you know, you know, you can't, the only stops you, it seems like the Browns are able to get are turnovers, um, are they, they're timely turnovers, but the let, I mean, it seems like really all year, um, it's either they give up points or they turn, you know, they get a turnover, um, you know, I just think of the Cincinnati game where Cincinnati scored on every single drive except the two turnovers. Um, you know, I think Philadelphia was kind of in the... I think they only punted a, a few times, one or two times uh, last week. I think Jacksonville only punted... I don't remember them punting a lot. Um, so, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. Hopefully the Browns are able to force a couple turnovers, um, which has been rare for Tennessee, you know, I, I think Tannehill only has like four picks, even though he, you know, turnover prone throws, I think the stat was from Pro Football Focus, again, put whatever stock you want into that, but he's, he's pr fairly high up with the amount of, you know, tur I guess turnover worthy throws or whatever it's called, um, and obviously, you know, it's, it'll be tough to cause Derrick Henry to, to fumble the ball. Um, you know, their offense is just, they're efficient. And, you know, running the, a, a very similar scheme as the Browns, it's, um, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, I think both teams are pretty similar into how they're building and how they're, you know, trying to, you know, move forward. Um, you know, rely on the run game and rely on two quarterbacks who, you know, aren't always as comfortable in the pocket, but, you know, their strengths are kind of moving, play action, you know, taking occasional deep shots, but just not, not forcing anything. Um, I always thought Ryan Tannehill was a pretty good quarterback, and I always ask that question, like, is Ryan Tannehill a good quarterback? Because I felt like, you know, we, we really never, we really didn't know. Even his first handful of years in the league, it was, it was a little rough. But you gotta remember, you know, he was he was a wide receiver at, I think it was Texas A&M. Um, I think it was A&M, if I remember correctly. But, uh, yeah, you know, it, his, what, third his rookie year was his third year playing quarterback ever, you know. So it's, so it's um you know it, it took a long time coming. Obviously Miami had, had a uh you know a quarterback situation kind of like the Browns where they were kind of shuffling people in and out. Um obviously he got hurt. If I rem again, I'm trying to remember correctly, but I think Tannehill got hurt and then, then they had to call on a <laughs> Jay Cutler out of retirement. Then you obviously have, you know, you obviously have Adam Gase taking over, and he's awful. And then, you know, Tannehill's just kind of like, all right, I'm going to go to Tennessee, put, be a backup, and, you know, they bench Mariota. Tannehill basically shines and, you know, gets a pretty good contract, 
which I think, you know, in the grand scheme of things, I, I, I feel like we need to kind of, you know, hold our breath when it comes to, to like, and I don't really mean hold our breath in a bad way, but like, you know, let's not panic over Baker Mayfield, you know? Like, let him get into a system that actually suits him. You know, he's been playing pretty well. 17 touchdowns, 7 interceptions. That's that's really all you can ask for. And they're 8-3. And, and going forward, if he just continues to kind of build on that, if he could win you some games by not turning the ball over, but then also going out and win you, win you, you know, a couple of these games like he did in Cincinnati. I mean, that's what I think everybody would want as a as a franchise quarterback. So let's just kind of take it easy on Baker Mayfield. Um, talking about the Browns' offense, you know, Nick Chubb, incredible. Cream Hunt, incredible. I think they both need to average around 60 yards per game going forward to have over a thousand yards for both of those guys. Um, I think I read it'd be the first running back duo with a hundred yards, hundred yards since, um, the, is it, is it the, the Giants in 09, Brandon Jacobs and, I can't think of the other guy's name. I know last year Lamar Jackson and, and, uh, Ingram did that, but, you know, two running backs over a thousand yards and then shit you know Nick Chubb missed a lot of time you know I think he missed like four games so you know for him to just come back healthy and come back as the same old Nick Chubb has been a godsend to this team um the Browns are also going to be without Kudel Hodge who's kind of developed into a pretty solid weapon on offense um you know, sure-handed, he's, you know, arguably, in, I think Nick Chubb even said this, you know, he's the best blocking receiver that that they have, um, and the Browns are also going to be without Tywan Taylor, so, as of right now, it looks like the Browns have three active receivers for this game, um, I assume they're probably going to bring up another one from the practice squad, Probably Switzer. Um, you know, Andy Janovich is back, which is nice. Because this Tennessee defense, it's its weird. It's very streaky. But they're also historically bad, you know, when it comes to getting stops on third down. I think it was over 50%, which is on pace to be the worst uh, defense in the league history. Um... And it really just comes down to the Browns taking care of the ball. Bacon Mayfield taking care of the ball. Let's not try to get too cute. Let's not try to do anything stupid. Take care of the ball. Give it to Nick Chubb. Give it to Kareem Hunt. Use a play action. Harrison Bryant, hold on to the fucking ball. Whether you're catching it, whether you're running it for yak yards, hold on to the fucking ball. Uh... Jarvis catch the ball. Build upon the the great performance that you had last week. And you know, just bake just just do just play your game. 
Kevin Stefanski, don't leave points on the field. You know, even if you have to play a little bit conservative, you know, kick that field goal, you know, to to make it a two-possession game. Um, Baker, don't miss wide-open throws, but also keep on, you know, throwing the ball aggressively and being decisive, which I think is the, is the biggest thing. You know, he's, he seems more decisive when he plays this year and, and recently. Um, it, it was interesting that, you know, the offensive coordinator, Van Pelt, talked about how he'd rather have a, a five-yard completion than a 20-yard downfield attempt. Um, and people could be like, well, how are you going to tell, you, you know, Baker's not a real franchise quarterback, blah, 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 blah. It's like, well, hold on. Calm down. Let's, let's calm down a little bit. He's, I mean, just taking what the defense gives you, giving, making it, five yards closer to a first down and making it easier than, you know, than being, you know, second and long rather than second and five or, or, or third and three, you know, and then, and then when you're getting four or five yards a, a pop on, on a run, you know, you're setting it up, setting yourself up to for third and one, you know, just kind of eat the clock more, um, I think going forward, the Browns' best defense is their offense, is their time of possession, kind of like the uh, the the uh, the Raiders game. You know, just just keep on getting first downs, keep on moving the sticks, keep on taking care of the ball. And now looking at the uh, the spread for the game, the Titans are favored by six. Um, I mean, it kind of sounds about right. It's it's just one of those games where I feel like the Browns could either they could pull out a win, they could pull out a a, a three or four point win, or they lose by a touchdown. Um, and I don't think it's a bad thing either. You know, it's it's not the end of the world if they, if they lose against the Titans, um, especially with you know you're getting Miles Garrett back, but it's his first game back from being on the COVID list. It's the first game, you know, it's, it's the first game really without Ronnie Harrison, even though I guess last week, you know, he got hurt on the first play. Um, but you have to game plan without Ronnie Harrison. Um, same thing with, you know, Denzel Ward, you know, you, you, you don't have your top coverage guy. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those weird games. But at the same time, like if the offense continues to play efficiently like, like they have been, um... <laughs> they could definitely pull out a victory, you know what I mean? Um, just weird. Just weird game. But I'm very excited about it. I think, uh, I think it'd be a really, it's gonna be a really fun game. Um, and hopefully, you know, the Browns could surprise some people. You know, there's a lot of different factors when it comes to this game. Tennessee, they're gonna be without their, uh, left tackle. You know, and obviously they, or they're starting their third string left tackle because Taylor Wine got hurt. Um, obviously, their rookie first round pick hasn't really performed that much. I don't even really think he's really that played that much. So, if the Browns could get pressure on on uh, on, uh, on Ryan Tannehill, 
like I, I think I, I think like I said before, you know, he 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 throws passes that are deemed to be turnover worthy. And yeah. Hopefully the Browns can force some turnovers, you know. Hopefully they could get some short field for the for the offense. You know, hopefully they could go back to, you know, early season Browns where they they were forcing turnovers. Hopefully Miles Garrett can come out and enforce a, a fumble or a, an errant throw. So, hopefully guys like, you know, Taki Taki are able to play pretty well, and hopefully guys who've been struggling, you know, like Sendejo, twenty three, in the backfield who, or yeah. In the in the secondary, um, you know, builds upon a pretty solid game last week. Same thing with fifty one and Mac Wilson. You know, it's it's just one of those games where it's it's tough to read. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited for meeting for football in December. If they lose, it's not the end of the world. Um, they have a game up on on the Colts. They have. I think two games up on, on on the Raiders in Baltimore, and then you play Baltimore next week. And you know the the schedule coming up, it's extremely favorable. Baltimore, the Jets, the Giants, and then Pittsburgh Week Seventeen, where you know you don't know if they're already clinched a playoff spot in that number one seed. So are they going to really play all their players? It, I don't know. It'll be interesting. But um. Yeah, I think that'll do it for this episode of Crunch Time with Caitlin. You can follow me on Twitter at CaitlinNoCLE. That is Caitlin, K-A-T-E-L-I-N, knows, K-N-O-W-S-C-L-E. And I will see you in the next episode.